Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. Who is your avatar? Or, in simpler terms, who are your listeners? This is a question that may be easy for some of you to answer, but it is a question that every podcaster needs to answer in order for you to effectively market and promote your podcast. Let's see what we can discover. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster, to another episode of Podcast Better. Today, We're talking about your listeners or your avatar. Avatar isn't a word I like to use much, but it's a word that's out there and it's the same thing that we're talking about, your ideal customer, your ideal listener. You hear me talk about listeners all the time. You need to focus on your listeners. You need to put yourself in your listeners' shoes. But who are your listeners? Can you easily answer that question? I've said it before and I've said it already a few times in this episode. You need to know who your listener is before you can promote to your listeners. If you don't know who those people are, you're probably going to end up wasting all your marketing efforts. Back in episode 52, I told you, do not promote your podcast. And the whole point of that was you need to be promoting your content. And the content is going to help tell you who your listeners are. So you need to go where your listeners are to promote that content. That's a similar idea that we're talking about today, because once you know who your listener is, then you can figure out where they spend their time. Once you figure out where they spend their time, you can share your content with them in those places. This is a necessary skill that you need to develop over time. Once you hone in on who your listeners are, everything is going to become easier. It's going to be easier to promote your show. It's going to be easier to get new listeners it is going to be easier to create new content. Not only will it be easier to create new content because you know exactly who your listeners are and what kind of content they're going to be looking for, but because you know where they live, where they hang out now, you can go and talk with them. You can hit those groups on Facebook. Find out what their questions are. Find out what their pain points are. But all of this is predicated on knowing who your listeners are. So that's the big question. How do you figure out who your listeners are? 
As I said in the opening, some people are going to have an easier time with this than others. For example, if I'm running a Green Bay Packers podcast, I can tell you right now the basic demographic of my audience. 80% of my audience is going to live in Wisconsin. Most of them are going to be male, and most of them are going to be in the age range of, say, 18 to 35, especially the ones that are going to be listening to podcasts. Although, given this sport and where podcasting is going, you could probably expand that a little bit, maybe even extend it 18 to 65. And if I want to narrow that age range down a little bit, it's going to depend a little bit on the style of my show. So can you do that for your niche? Can you do that for your topic? Can you sit down and say, these are the people that are listening to my show. I know where they live. I know how old they are. I know if they're male or female. For some topics, for some niches, that's not going to matter. Or there's going to be a nice even split. But these are the types of things you need to ask yourself to get yourself started, to get yourself headed in the right direction. So how do you figure this out? Well, you can be very direct about it and simply ask your audience. This tactic will be more useful for some than others. If you only have 10 listeners right now, chances are you're not going to get all 10 of them to respond. And even if you do, a sample size of only 10 people isn't a lot to go off of. So where else could you look? Well, where do groups of people around this topic that you're talking about like to hang out? Is there an online forum? Is there a Facebook group? Do you know somebody else in the space who might have a larger sample size than you do that maybe you could collaborate with, or maybe you could just ask them for some generalized information? Perhaps there is another podcast or a Facebook group in your niche, and you can contact the host or the moderator of that group and simply be upfront with them. Let them know that you're doing some research. You're trying to figure out who the audience is, what kind of makeup they have, and start working from there. Go back to the Packers podcast. Maybe I don't know who the Packers fans are. I don't know exactly who I'm catering to. Well, I would go into some of the Packers Facebook groups. And even if you don't want to contact the moderators or the admins of that group directly, just look around the group. Who's talking in that group? Not everybody is going to be an active member, but you can see a lot of the members at least. And really, the active members are the ones you care most about. Those are the ones that are going to take action and listen to your podcast. Those are the kinds of people that you want to interact with. So you can start looking at Facebook groups yourself. But if you have an existing podcast, like I said, you can also go about it a different way. Because ultimately what we're trying to do here is not only figure out who these people are, but you want to figure out where they hang out and what other interests they might have. So if you go into Apple Podcasts and take a look at your podcast, scroll down to the bottom of that page and you'll find a section that says, you might also like. This is going to be a semi-curated list of shows that people who have subscribed to your show also subscribe to these other shows. So this is going to be a way for you to get some idea of what other hobbies and interests some of your fans have, some of your listeners have. And you can do a similar thing on Facebook too. Think about what happens when you like a new group or a new page on Facebook. They instantly provide you with, hey, you might also be interested in this group or this page. And if you click through a few of those, many of them are going to be related, but all of a sudden you might get one. It's like, wait, why is this one in here? So going back to my Packers example, I might click like on a Green Bay Packers page. 
Then maybe there's a fans of the Green Bay Packers page, and I like that one. And then maybe there's a generic NFL page, and I like that one. And then maybe there's a Miller Lite page. I'm like, that's not football. Why would that be in here? Well, it's because many people who have liked those Green Bay Packer pages and have liked the NFL page, who are fans of football, also happen to be fans of Miller Lite or beer in general. And this is Facebook's way of telling you, hey, these things are related. These groups have a lot of the same people in them. Because they already have a lot of the same people in them, we think you might be interested in them as well. But that tells you something about those groups. It gives you more of their interests. It's telling you what they're doing with their free time when they're not listening to your podcast. There's a lot of information out there, and a lot of it you can get for free. It's just a matter of looking for it or knowing where to look for it, or paying attention to it. So make a note of these things next time you're out there liking a Facebook page, or next time you're out there subscribing to a new podcast. What else pops up? Keep liking, keep subscribing, follow that rabbit hole, find out where it goes, make a note of everything you run across, and you'll start to get a pretty good profile of who your listeners are. I'm not going to talk a lot about it in this particular episode because I just want you to go ahead and figure out who your listeners are. But this is information that you're going to be able to use down the road. This is the type of information I want you to use when you start promoting your podcast outside of your group, outside of your niche. I've heard the term used niche neighborhoods. This is a term I first heard from Rachel Miller. She's a fantastic Facebook marketer. And this is the type of thing that she's talking about. You already know one interest that your listeners have. It's your podcast. It's your topic. But you want to find out what else they're interested in. What else overlaps with your topic, your niche. Because that's going to help you expand your audience. Because then you can go into some of those groups and start to get them interested in what you might have to offer. Because when you do that, they'll see, hey, I already know a bunch of people who are in this group that are related to your podcast. Maybe I should check that out too. It's going to be the reverse of how you found them. So if I went from the Green Bay Packers to the NFL to Miller Lite, then you start advertising your Green Bay Packers stuff to the Miller Lite fans. And eventually they're going to come back the other way and say, yeah, I like Miller Lite, but I also like the NFL and the Green Bay Packers are my team. Let's check that out. It's going to go both ways. But that's how you're going to extend your reach. So that's your goal for this week. Figure out who your listeners are. But I do want to throw one warning out there. And this is something that I learned from one of my old projects. For many years, I ran a site called Skylanders Character List. It was a site revolving around Skylanders, these little toy figurines that connect to a video game. And the target market for the toys were kids, probably ages 6 to 12. And so when... I was creating my site. I wasn't thinking too much about my audience. I was just thinking I'm I'm making a site about these figures and people come and look at it. Cool. And from the outside, anyone might think, well, why are you making a site about toys? How are you going to make any money off of that? It's, It's just kids. Well, that's the thing. My site wasn't aimed at the kids. My site was actually made for the parents because the parents are the people that were doing all of the purchasing. Sure, the kids love to come and look at the pictures on the site and put all the toys on their wish list. But my site was built for the parents. My site was built to educate the parents on these toys. My site was built for the parents to let them know when they could buy these toys, where the toys were going to be released, so that 
when their kid said, hey, I want the newest Skylander, they could come to my site and figure out exactly what the kids were talking about. So while the toys that I was reporting on were aimed at kids, my site about the toys was aimed at the adults. So this may or may not apply to your niche, but it's something to think about. If you're making a podcast about toys, is your audience the same audience as the toy or is it a different audience? And that's going to be a question for you to answer, but it's something that I need you to consider when you're thinking about this, because that's an area I've seen people make a mistake. They assume because of the nature of their content that one audience is going to be listening to the show, when in reality, it's a completely different audience, whether whether it was an unintentional audience or just they didn't think it all the way through. So to wrap it up, I guess your audience may not always be what you think it is. And that's why you need to go through this exercise. And that's why I need you to not just take a guess at who your audience is, but put some time into it. Put some research into it. Figure out who is actually listening to your show. Figure out who the content is being made for. And not just who you think it's being made for, but who is actually consuming it. Once you have that figured out, like I said, it's going to make a lot of things a lot easier. We'll know where to promote your show. We'll know where to find more listeners for your show, and we'll be able to figure out exactly what kind of content you should be creating for your show. So get to it. Go figure out who your listeners are. If you're having trouble figuring it out, you know how to get a hold of me. All my contact information is down in the show notes. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions. I'm here to help you. Go talk with your listeners, figure out who they are, and I will talk with you very soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions, but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.